0: Hello and welcome to the one 160th a second photography podcast. As it's coming to the end of the year, I'm going to be doing more of a review of my some of my older episodes. I think I'm now on I've now done 140 episodes, which is quite a lot and certainly more than I ever thought I'd be doing. And I still intend to continue to do more episodes. So one of my very first episodes was with John and it was talking about getting on Instagram and being successful on Instagram. And I have started on Instagram and then because of the pandemic, I stopped. So I'll just recap my Instagram. So for ages, I didn't have an Instagram. I really didn't see the point of it. And then a lot later, particularly after this, the episode with John, I decided I'd do an Instagram account just for my street photography work. And I was publishing every day. And then when it got to the pandemic, when the pandemic started and I wasn't doing any street photography, I thought I don't really want to be looking backwards at what was. I don't think I should just put up historic images and I just stopped. I just put up a, a post that said I'm stopping type thing. So we do have an Instagram. So I'll probably mention in this episode that I don't have an Instagram, but I do have an Instagram now. But I'm not using it because of the pandemic. So I thought of this episode when I checked out my Instagram and, and looked at pictures and stuff. I thought oh, I have done an episode detailing all the stuff on Instagram. So without much further ado, please sit back and listen to one of my very first episodes, episode two, titled Getting on Instagram with John. Thank you. Hello and welcome to episode two of the one one hundred and sixtieth of a second podcast. Although I'm just going to start calling it one hundred sixtieth of a second, I'm not going. To, I'm going to drop the one; it's becoming a mouthful. So, hello and welcome. My name's Gareth, and joining me in this podcast today is my guest, John. Do you want to introduce yourself, John?
1: I, I'm a what I would classify as a semi-professional photographer, in that I actually do I do earn earn money from the photography but not as a, on a full-time basis. I actually have another job, which is a IT consultancy. I've been doing photography for about seven years now, with model photography in particular, the last three to four years. That's a bit about it, really.
0: Now, today's topic is going to be, I'm just going to call it getting on Instagram, because I don't have an Instagram account. I, I've never really gotten to Instagram. I don't have a Twitter account. Um, I have the Facebook account, but that's it. But I do want to get a Instagram account for the podcast, because while people are going to listen in their cars and and listen to this, we're talking about photography and it's going to be really quite interesting and crucial in a way to show some some images. And I do feel now that Instagram is really the way for that rather than a website. Today, we're going to be talking about Instagram. And before we start, I just want to say that I'm not the complete authority on photography and I would never regard myself as that. I do it as a hobby and I enjoy podcasting and talking about it. You'll hear my thoughts and opinions only, but please don't take those for advice or the opinions of an expert. Please do what you think is best. And I'm sure John would agree with me. Would you agree with me, John, about that?
1: Absolutely. I never claim to be an expert on anything. If you, if you do that in life, you'll you'll only set yourself up for fall later. Exactly. On.
0: Exactly. So do you have an Instagram account, John? And do you use it?
1: I do. And I really do use it. I actually did hold off on having an Instagram account initially because of copyright concerns. Mainly, uh, and this was actually before it actually combined with, uh, or I think Facebook took them over. There there was a court case about some chap that had taken photos off uh, Instagram and just put something underneath them and then claimed they were his, and, they, and actually, I can't remember the, name, the chap's name, but he actually won his court case. <laughs> he actually did, you know, apparently the court case went, went in favour for him, and so that did actually concern me, but, but uh, as, a, as a vehicle for um, just getting your photos out there, or even videos, because they actually do videos as well, but mainly photos, uh, I actually love it, I really do. I, I do a lot of model work, model photography, but my main uh, non-model type stuff goes out on Instagram. I do put model stuff out there occasionally, but it is is more my um, iPhone snaps or um, abstract photographs that I take uh, that go out on on Instagram. And I, I absolutely love it. But, I mean, going back to the copyright side of things, I always make sure I've got a watermark on them. Uh, it doesn't protect you at all, really, because people can take it off. You know, they, they strip the metadata out of photos. On, uh, mm-hmm. on Certainly on Facebook, I'm not sure about Instagram. Shall I explain the meta, what metadata is? I,
0: I think we'll come back to that because I'm interested in what you – we're going to talk generally now – what you put on your Instagram And and the sort of ethos of it, because to me, the ethos of Instagram is using your smartphone and sort of sharing pictures you've taken on your smartphone when you're out and about things that interest you. You can use Instagram to really push your push your photography or or push your agenda, whether it's promoting yourself or address or whatever, and you can sort of use your DSLR and get it on Instagram. So I was really interested when you were talking about the photos you put on, which you've said are different to what you put on your normal portfolio. So do you use just your smartphone for that? It, it predominantly
1: is my smartphone, yes. It's not not always. I mean, sometimes I take a, a little bit of a weird abstract sort of thing on my DSLR and think, oh, actually that probably will fit with the rest of what I've got on there. So I put that through. But, but 90% even probably ninety-five percent of it is actually uh, smartphone-based, and uh, and it's because I, I just love the uh, in fact I love the freedom of being able to just take a picture and within minutes have it uploaded and it's been there it's out actually out in the world and that's, that's kind of it's kind of a thrill it's quite nice.
0: And do you get instant feedback on that? Do people like comment and and do yeah, other it's, things it's, instantly?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I and mean, in a way. It, it, Oh, I, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite rewarding, but it's like anything in uh, the social media, uh, everyone sort of feeds off the feedback almost. Uh, it seems a bit of a weird way of phrasing it, but it's like you put something out there. And you just want, almost everyone wants the attention to a greater or lesser, lesser degree. I mean, I am not a narcissist or egotist by any, any means, but, uh, but it's nice to have people recognise stuff.
0: I think it's very encouraging, isn't it, when you put, you put something on a website or social media and it gets, a lot of, it gets a lot of interest. You think, oh, that's good. I'm going to keep going. Whereas if, if no one looked at it, you might sort of give up, really.
1: That's very true. That is very true. I, it, it is um, uh, positive feedback. I mean, I, I'm a very sort of positive person anyway, but I mean, generally, apart from troll trolling, <laughs> which is negative feedback, apart from that, which is very very rare in my, my case anyway, um, it, it's, it's, it's all positive And I love positive feedback. And it, it's sort of, you know, when you're really doing something well, when you get a lot of positive feedback. So it, it sort of really eggs you on um, and it, it keeps the momentum going. Um, it's it's a great thing.
0: Shall we talk about that metadata? Because I also thought that Instagram stripped out metadata along with Facebook. So yeah. for, for those of you who are unsure about that, when you take a picture in your camera, it can write your name. You can set it to write your name. And when you export things from um, editing software like Lightroom, it will have things like um, the camera you shot it with, The shoot speed, was a flash used, the aperture. And you can have other things added like Lightroom tags. And in in Flickr, if you go onto an image in Flickr, you can see what's the shooting condition someone used to take that image, which I think is quite useful. Everything gets stripped out on Facebook, definitely. And I think everything gets stripped out on Instagram, although I'm I'm not an expert on that.
1: I, I, I certainly know that Facebook does it. Um, I, I suspect, seeing as Instagram is now in bed with uh, Facebook, that they do something similar. But I, I don't know for a fact, I really don't. The other thing is uh, in the metadata, certainly with smartphones, is the location. Yes, which, which actually can be it can <laughs> it can be useful that it's, it strips it out. But, but then on Instagram and and Facebook, what you do is almost most people almost say, well, I'll say this again. <laughs> The first thing
0: they do is say where they are anyway, <laughs> or or some things my friends do on Facebook, which I keep. I think, oh, you shouldn't do that. Is they do a countdown to their holiday, and then oh, they do my. posts from their holiday. Yep. And if I was a burglar, I'd yep. I'd, I'd, I'd be friends with everyone on Facebook because it's just Absolutely. so obvious when people are away. But yeah, you're right. It can it can be quite good to strip out um, data for location, yeah. but. I think there was a bit of a scandal with Instagram because I think when you uploaded your images, it was all unencrypted. I think that got spotted. I think that's been rectified now. Is there anything else you want to say about metadata? You pointed out the usefulness of having it stripped out. Any disadvantages to um, having that metadata taken away?
1: I don't, I don't think there are any uh, advantages other than uh, making the file slightly, very slightly smaller, it, and it really doesn't make that much difference to the size of the file. It uh, would be
0: negligible, uh, won't it, it?
1: I mean, I, going back to the Flickr thing, though, I I, would, I, I do like uh, the fact that it, the uh, metadata does come through. If, say, if, uh, going back, not necessarily uh, smartphones, but it, DSLR, uh, and you've you got your DSLR, and you think, well, I, I'd like this lens, you know, like a, I don't know, a Sigma uh, 50mm arc. OK, so what you do is you go onto to Flickr and there are searches you can do to actually see photos that were taken with that lens. Now, that's, that's incredibly useful you know, as, a, as, a, as a tool. So that's a real major positive for the metadata being there. And that's actually
0: that's actually something I've done. I've looked on Flickr for a lens I'm interested in to sort of see what you can achieve with that lens. And that is really useful. So you're right there. Probably doesn't have too much of a use on Instagram. No, Let's, absolutely not. We, we digress. We we di- well, that's the point of a podcast, isn't it? To di- to digress and uh, really talk about what you're interested in. Let's talk about filters and editing your images prior to uploading to Instagram. Do you do that?
1: Uh, right. Okay. So I use Hipstomatic on my iPhone, which actually, as part of its um, way of working, actually applies the filter as it, as you shoot it the later version of Hipstomatic you can change the filters afterwards the early version didn't It actually applied filter at the time you took it and that was what you got which actually was quite thrilling because <laughs> you take a photo and you, that's the filter you've got then that's what you're living with you know it made it a little bit more um i don't know it forced creativity a little bit more shall i say but now you can recover from it uh, the later versions uh, you can apply the filters afterwards and, and, and also, then, there are various filters and various applications, including Instagram, the Instagram application itself. I, sometimes I actually do apply Instagram filters themselves, but very rarely. It's only if I need to give something a little bit of a boost. But I, I'd rather keep filtering outside of Instagram so that I've actually got a true uh, master copy of the file.
0: I've often but thought that... Um filters can be used to sort of dress up a bad photo what do you think about that
1: yeah that's true i totally agree <laughs> but they also can and they can also be used to enhance something or make some in a way you could say it's a bad photo but sometimes the a filter can make a photo well actually i'll rephrase it sometimes a filter can make a photo you see what mm. i did there
0: <laughs> one thing, one thing that put me off really was I have I have several cameras where they they connect to your smartphone via a Wi-Fi network they set up. So my Micro Four Thirds camera, I can take an image um, in RAW and then I can push it to my smartphone as a JPEG. Oh, that, that's no, yeah, that's that's quite that has its uses. It's certainly really good for yeah. putting things on Facebook. I've fallen into that trap of I like to edit RAW images, and until recently, I couldn't do that on my phone. I have an iPhone, and they've recently, probably within the last year allowed raw editing. So now I can get raw editing on my smartphone and I've actually in preparation for using Instagram bought a SD card adapter. And so I can take an image on one of my cameras in raw and I can put it on my iPhone and I've got the raw image in my iPhone that I can edit. I probably can't do too much more than I could do with a JPEG, but it does leave me a lot of options. So I am looking to start editing images and putting them up on Instagram. But I'm not going to be using a DSLR. I'm going to be using a lighter camera. So I might be using a Fuji or I might be using a mirrorless micro four thirds because I just feel to use a DSLR all the time um, for Instagram it goes against the ethos of it. What do you think?
1: I, I'm i not one that's actually wrapped up on using a certain type of diff- camera for any purpose, if I make makes sense. If I mean, if you think that that that's that would that keeps your enthusiasm going by having that sort of limitation, like kick, like a creative limitation, then that's fine. I mean, essentially, it was probably supposed to be just mobile phones when they first started it up, but I don't think it matters what you upload on it really. I mean, at all. At all.
0: The uh, the the best camera you have, and uh, someone else has said this. I'm never going to take credit for this. The best camera you have is the one that's with you at the moment, isn't it? When you take that yeah. picture. But I I do feel my iPhone is a bit lacking compared to my actual camera, in in many things like bokeh, um, isolating the subject, yeah. just the colours you can yeah. get. I don't have the iPhone seven. Yeah, I'll be know. looking to use a lightweight lightweight camera. Plus, I've got a few specialist lenses like extreme wide angle um, macro and and some other ones so really what i want to be using instagram for with this podcast is showing the pictures i've taken and the pictures i would normally take will be with with a camera rather than a smartphone so that's the route i'm going to go down do you have any tips for instagram
1: well i mean there are actually i mean i discovered recently. Um, although it's a little bit flaky there are actually applications you can use on your desktop to upload photos onto instagram
0: can't you get into instagram trouble with that i was reading somewhere that you can get something called a shadow ban have you come across that term
1: no not at all
0: i think a shadow ban and again i'm really glad i did the disclaimer of i'm not an expert because i'm Really not an expert on this, but I think a shadow ban is where your picture's up, but people can't search for it or people can't see it. If I've got that wrong, please leave a comment um, within reason. And I think you're more at risk of getting that if you use um, the website uploader. But that's that's really that's interesting. Yeah, that's really something I don't know a great deal about, and I'm um, just recalling well, I mean, from a from an article I remem- remember reading some time ago.
1: Well, the only down- well, I mean, from my perspective, I mean, I, it was just. A com- uh, sheer convenience of being able to do it really uh, more than anything else um, The only downside to anything like that is that you have to give your account details away Yes, which is incredibly scary and, and is and anyone using the uh, things like uh, Any of these applications where you get more followers or get more get more loves or likes uh, any of those It's incredibly dangerous because you, you basically hand over your account to do it.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so I would try and avoid those. That's probably one of my tips.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's certainly a good tip. Don't yeah. do not do anything that gives away your personal information or yeah. hand your Instagram account to anyone else. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think it's good to get sort of a, a low angle or do you think it's good to try and stand out from the Instagram crowd? Do you have any tips on using hashtags and getting your work oh. noticed?
1: I, I t- To start off with, I didn't hashtag much. My my youngest daughter uh, has a phrase. Um, I think she's cool. that says uh, you're a hashtag whore, Dad. <laughs> because I, I I I gradually acquired more and more hashtags, and it, and it's, and uh, the younger generation seem to think that it's actually very needy to do that kind of thing. But but actually, the, I, as I pointed out to her, the whole point behind hashtags were to make things searchable. <laughs> That's what it was all about it, originally. Uh, so, yes, I do tend to hashtag. I, I try to do it contextually. So if it's street photography, then I put hashtag street photography and, you know, and that kind of stuff. If it's a travel one, I just put hashtag travel. I usually make sure people know it's an iPhone or not an iPhone. Uh, I even put my name in there, uh, which is interesting because, I mean, that's not narcissistic. Uh, well, it, well, I didn't think it was, but it actually came in handy. I found people that had been copying stuff off Flickr and very kindly putting them on Instagram and putting my hashtag. Off my my Flickr account, i was thinking. Well, I don't know how I feel about that, but at least those good people did use my hashtag. <laughs> it's very kind of them. So uh, so, so hashtag, you know, hashtags, hashtags are handy in that respect, I suppose.
0: So people are actually publishing on your behalf from your Flickr account. Yes, indeed. Or, well, I I have had taking.
1: a lot. I have that a lot actually. In various, I I've had stuff uh, put on Facebook and and people basically have just copied the photo and just put my name against it. It it just happened. Uh, quite a lot
0: i do find that odd though it's like people don't trust you to publicize your own work and and feel they must do it for you that's very odd
1: in a way yeah but i mean the only thing is for every person that's kind enough to do it (laughs) actually use your hashtag there's got to be hundreds that don't you know i mean i actually did come across one of my photos without any hashtag once on instagram I mean, what do you do? You know, Is it, how how far can you go with it? Because effectively, when you put something out there, it, it, it's almost gone. You know, it, it, anyone can use it. I mean, I once I someone once said, "Thank you, thank you for you, you've just given me a desktop image." And I'm thinking, well, thank you, but I actually worked to produce that photo.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you you put things out on on the web and social media to be seen. You you know, for people to look at, for people to enjoy. You can't be too unhappy when they. Do enjoy it? Maybe enjoy it a bit too far, but yeah, you can't be too unhappy. Absolutely. if they start Absolutely. using it, that's why you yeah. put it out there.
1: Exactly, it was, it's like a it's, it's a double-edged sword. Really, people think that everything's free, and it isn't really. Uh, but but on the other hand, you need that if you want the publicity, then you have to put the stuff out there, and it's just the risk you take, really.
0: Wow, I never would have thought of putting my own name in a hashtag. But that's really useful, isn't it? Any other tips?
1: Well, I don't know if it's a tip or not, really. But it's a bit unusual that someone actually started adopting it as well. And it's just people are kind there. In a way, it's really kind. (laughs) I I saw it as a positive. Unusual positive, but a positive.
0: Yeah. Are there any... um, You've highlighted a couple of downsides there of using Instagram. Are there any other downsides or any pitfalls people should be aware of?
1: Oh, no. Really, not directly, other than what you mentioned earlier about the holiday business. Uh, but the same applies to most social media. I mean, like, well, I actually recently did a, a trip to Japan, and I, I actually blitzed <laughs> Instagram with my, my photos from Japan while I was doing it. But I, knew, I did that knowing that my house was occupied while I was away.
0: <laughs> well, do, do, you know, do you know what I'm really tempted to do? I'm really yeah. tempted to put up a green screen and photograph myself and put in like the leaning tower of pizza behind me yeah. um, and just put it on Facebook and Instagram. Look at me yeah. and, and see if anyone even cares that I'm away or if anyone can tell the difference between yeah. my faking it and actually going there. I'd have to yeah. do it, make it look like it was a tourist photo. But yeah, that's something I've often thought of doing. Maybe yeah. one day I will. What I've sort of picked up on from your our, our discussion today is anything commercially sensitive or anything that you really think Mm, a slight reservation about putting that out or i want that to stay unique i right. don't want people to copy it don't put it on instagram it is what i picked up you know only yeah. if it's anything that you've, you're doing for someone else maybe don't put it on if it's a little yeah. bit something from a commercial shoot or something else exactly. or something you don't want going round around around the internet hmm. leave it is yeah. what i'm picking yeah. up on
1: well i mean there's a couple of other other things that probably wouldn't i wouldn't put up there anything that's really personal
0: Nothing for family. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I have the same thing on Instagram and Facebook. I rarely put anything to do with my family up there. It seems a bit odd when people talk to me about, well, it'd be nice to see pictures of your family on on Facebook or Instagram. I said, well, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. I, I see my family, you know, you know, in in person. I, there's no no point in in sharing that with everyone all the time. It's just to to me, it's it's just, it's too personal. You give too much to the the world. And I think that one is for me, I mean, it's, everyone's different. I know a lot of people just only post family stuff, but for me, it isn't. It's more about the photography.
0: My personal um, Facebook page, I do put a lot of stuff up about my family because we have family that we, we never see. In some cases, sadly, and in some cases, not sadly. Um, so I put up pictures so that they can sort of see what we're doing, see my children sort of develop. But I only have 28 friends on Facebook. So it's quite a limited pool anyway. Um, I don't have a public thing. I don't have people following me. So I do, but I would never, if I I had a very public Facebook, yeah, Yeah. it would only be about the work, I think, rather than family or anything else.
1: I'll clarify that point, because when I opened my Facebook, I wasn't really interested in in the concept of having it as a family or, or personal Account really. It started because of my photography, and then it eventually evolved into me having to have the account. Because to me, Facebook was necessary evil. I wasn't really very keen on it. But but when I was started photographing models, models were tagging, or wanting to tag me. So I found myself having to open accounts on all sorts of things. I've even got one on Snapchat. I don't even know how to use it. I've got I've got Twitter. I've got I've got Facebook. I've got Instagram. I and I had to go onto those sites so that so that i could, at least could get the tag it seems a bit odd but at least then i'm it's a form of recognition that i actually was involved in creating that photo so so face facebook is more for me it's 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 more of a, to do with the art and the photography yes there are sillies on there you know when i've been away on trips and, and done and done stuff but there's not really anything too personal
0: on there so for you social media and instagram will include social media is more about you shouting look i made this rather than letting someone shout look what i've done look what i've done it's you saying i've done this too is that is that right am i reading that correctly
1: yeah i <laughs> i uh, yes, it, 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 you kind of are reading it correctly, but it but it, it's not quite as arrogant or egotistical as that. It's, no, no, it's, it's I, more... I would
0: never, I would never sort of imply it was. But no,
1: no, 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 I didn't. But it, but it, but what, I didn't say you were. It's just it, it could. It, but it is. It's kind of. It's like a. Um, best way to put it is it's like a shop front yes yeah, because yeah. I, I, I am semi-professional and for me it's a shop front it's sort of a way of selling my wares so uh, it's it's kind of what i use it for i, I actually do have my own uh, page as well as my own personal account on on facebook and and to be honest there's not much difference between there's a, there's a few more sillies and jokes on my personal one but generally it's it's all to do with the photography
0: and ha- and have those tools built a good reputation for you
1: yeah i, th- I think so it seemed, they seem seem to be uh, picking up good and
0: are there a way for do people connect with you via those accounts and get in touch is it a good sort of is it like word of mouth
1: yeah it, it does seem to um oh, it's not cascade um, it's it sort of um, it is it's more word of mouth it, it's sort of trickling but, but sort of an increased trickle i would say um, this is probably the best way of putting it
0: I'd like yeah. to talk about consistency okay. when you use Instagram in your opinion of course do you have to be consistent in how often you post and what type of thing you post
1: I th- there is a thing as a hashtag insta daily that people use and it's, it's almost like um, going back to the the old Flickr days where you know the 365 day project where you you took a photo every day and posted uploaded it I suppose it, it that is a thing but for me it doesn't make much difference i, I don't like the restriction in a way um I, I sometimes i like to be able to post three or four photos a day and sometimes i'll leave it two or three days between so i, I just i see it as something i do for enjoyment and as if as soon as it i, I get sort of a schedule to it which is effective to what the the daily upload thing is it, 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 i think it would ruin it for me oh. but then again
0: so, but, yeah, but some, you have um, you have sort of indicated you are fairly consistent. You don't leave it more than three days, do you, between posts?
1: <laughs> Sometimes I do, honestly.
0: <laughs> four four days? Yeah,
1: it, it depends on how how, uh, how how enthusiastic I am, or how busy I am. Well, enthusiastic with the photography, how busy I am in my other work, uh, and and also how uh, out and about I've been uh, generally if I've been sitting in the house doing accounts and, and doing my other work, then it, I don't get much chance to actually produce new photos. So I, th- those gaps are what happens. Um, you know, So you have a, f- a few days gap.
0: No, it, it it sounds very much like you're not regimented, like I must put something up today, no, tomorrow. But it sounds like you are, you do, maybe unwittingly, and you might not have realised this, have a level of consistency in, in your posting. Yeah.
1: yeah, I see what you're saying. But it's just, it's more... Um, it's not necessarily daily.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Do you have a consistency with your image style that you put out on Instagram? Or is it whatever takes your fancy?
1: <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, whilst whilst I don't really think I have a style, but people seem to think I do. So, but everyone has a style, and a style is almost a whole subject for another podcast, not that I'm I'm putting that forward for you. I
0: I've, uh, I've already so- taken it up. I've I've just written that down there. That- it really style is. style would be a good style episode, style, you I
1: think. Can go for hours on. You really, yeah. Cool. Um, for 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 me, I have a different style in my Instagram uh, post than I would do, say, for my model photography.
0: Let's say I'm going to start my Instagram tomorrow. What sort of advice would you give me?
1: The first thing I would say is not to be disappointed by the the absence of activity to start off with.
0: That that's fine. I've I've got used to low views on the podcast um yeah, my expectations are very low anyway that's fine
1: <laughs> i'm sure it'll pick up <laughs> I'm,
0: i was happy to get into double figures john yeah and and just to be clear i have got into double figures not oh, not three figures yet, but I have gotten to double figures. What el- what else would you um, advise?
1: I, I when I first started doing the Instagram, I, I wasn't actually anywhere near as prolific or as into it as I as I am now. Uh, so in a way, what happened was I, I I I don't know if this is a recommendation or not, but I just did it. I mean, really. Very ad hoc. You know, there's like a few weeks between them sometimes. I just posted anything to start off with. I I, I would post a back of a camera sh- shot that i would taken on a model shoot. Um, it would be anything. Um, but as I as I evolved, I realized that I could actually just turn it into a, almost like a like a travelogue, a, like a, a series of photos that actually represented what i had been doing. And I, I wanted to do it in in an arty way. So I suppose having a vision of where you're heading with it would be is, is the point I'm getting at. Because to start off with, I had I I, I was all over the place uh, style wise, upload frequency, what I was using it for. I had no clear vision. So having a vision is probably probably a good good thing. Uh, then again, it can evolve as well, can't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. I think we're gonna we're gonna draw things to a close there. Well, it's it's flown by, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it really has. We yeah, should do it again.
0: <laughs> we should do it again, definitely. And talking of doing it again, don't forget to check back on episode one, which is about the realities of being a professional photographer, where we where I spoke with Drew. That was very very interesting. And don't forget to find us on Facebook at the one hundred sixtieth of a second podcast on Facebook. I want to thank John today for taking the time to talk with me about Instagram, giving me some tips and having a really good conversation with him. I want to thank you for listening and don't forget to check back for future.